0: Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, you'll be listening to PSY 353 Community Psychology with Professor Mark Harner. I hope you listen and enjoy. Hi, welcome to Unit 2. In this unit, we're going to look at the stress model, resilience, uh, reasons for social change, and types of social change. One of the models that you will see in your book is Dornben's model of social change and how the different things that have an impact on what a stressor occurs in life and what are the outcomes. And um, as you can see the different um, uh, colored charts here, we have personal characteristics that someone has um, and situational characteristics personal mediators, situational mediators, and does that result in a positive outcome and a negative outcome? I think you've seen in your own life, people who, uh, different people who have faced the same stressor, and how do they get through that? And so I encourage you to look carefully at Doran Ball's model, and as it relates to community psychology, we see where things like education, skills training have an impact on uh, hopefully in a positive income or political action or community organization. These are things that contribute to, um, uh, to the outcomes that we see when a stressor does occur. So a lot of uh, community psychology deals with these areas of education, skills, training, uh, working with for political action and community organization. There's also different types of stressors, and sometimes stressors are very small, but it doesn't uh, negate the fact that they are stressors nonetheless. One of these terms we use is called microaggressions. And these are stressors that impact uh, ethnic minority groups and other disenfranchised population. And they're they're brief, they're commonplace, daily indignities. They may be uh, a word or two or a comment or an action that, is demonstrating that someone uh, feels they have a a superiority to another group. And so these are things that maybe in and of themselves are not large, but they continue to build up over time. Stress. Um, We've all faced stress, of course. And when you do have a stress, how do you react to that? What's your appraisal of that, your, your assessment of the potential for trouble? If you see there's a change that happens, how do you define it? And um, how do you define the, the stress? And then how do you define your ability to cope, which is your secondary appraisal? Coping is just the idea that we conceptualize and we organize measure ways to deal with a stressor. And as you can see, there's um, different. We have four different sections we're gonna briefly talk about. Emotion-focused versus problem-focused coping. Emotion-focused problem is we try to lessen or strengthen the emotion. You know, that you try to have a positive attitude toward a stressor. Or, Uh, That you may be facing a problem focus tries to change the environment where you have a situation at work Or school or something and rather dealing with your emotion. You're trying to deal head-on with the problem active or avoidant coping is um, is being active mean able to just get in there and deal with what the problems are and try to come to a solution or avoid it trying to escape the problem hoping that it'll go away if we just ignore it for long enough anytime we go through a time of stress it's important to have a social support system and it takes various forms sometimes you need emotional support where you can get together within others who are going through the same situation and talk um, instrumental or physical or substantive uh, Uh, assistance was provided. So, for example, if there's been a natural disaster, um, you need shelter, you need food, you need uh, some sort of income uh, to purchase things to get you through those difficult times. Sometimes it's information you need. And what do I do now in this situation? How do I handle, um, you know, where do I go to get a test? Uh, where do I go to apply for this or do that? These are types of uh, social support. And each of them are important, but they work best if they're all done at the same time, working in conjunction with one another. Resilience is the word we use about overcoming adversity. And we've all gone through stressors. Some of them are just a part of natural life that we change, we move on. We've had losses or deaths or illnesses in our life um, and how do we overcome that um, and you I'm sure yourself or others you know have been able to overcome different um, different stressors in their life and but it's a process it doesn't happen of over a day or two and doesn't just happen one day that you're over it it takes time to overcome a, a um, stressor and so there's uh, this is an area in community psychology that uh, looks at how do we overcome stressors Um, as i mentioned in the previous video about community uh, psychology's commitment to social justice um, sometimes we we see things as a status quo and they've always been this way but it's not a level playing field. Opportunities are not available to everyone in that community. Um, Anytime that you marginalize, keep someone at the edge of a community, that uh, perpetuates injustice. And um, in the field of community psychology, they believe that psychology should not be apolitical. You need not have a political perspective. Now, other areas of psychology have no interest in this but community psychologists tend to have a viewpoint of involvement with, um, with the political structure. Um, so trying to understand where does inequality exist and um, how can that be, how can community psychology help in bringing about an end to that injustice? We've all, if you've lived long enough and uh, you've seen some technological changes and it um, just in the last um, 13 years, I guess, since the iPhone came, just all of the variety of, of different ways that uh, we communicate with each other and also how do we behave because of that. You see the illustration at the bottom of the page there where three people are sitting right next to each other but not talking to one another. They're communicating on their phones. And you've probably seen this at um, restaurants where people are at the same table and all looking at their phones. And how does that have a big impact on who we are as a community? These are things of interest to community psychologists. Of course, there's always going to be some conflict within a community. Community doesn't mean that everyone is of the same mind and thoughts about uh, different issues. Um, You have different political parties that have different uh, viewpoints. Um, You have, even within a community, you have different values and different cultures. And so, a community psychologist is interested in understanding what the conflict is, what it's about, and hopefully how to bring about some resolution to that conflict. Um, a lot of times there are traditional services in a community. You know, we have government services, uh, we have um, different ways, and we'll talk more about those in the in the upcoming videos. But uh, the idea of questioning how things are normally done is Uh, something that occurs a lot in in community psychology. They're really looking to say, how can we make an improvement? Even if things are uh, good to have, like social services or or criminal justice service or things like that, how can they be better? So it's not just coming up with new uh, services, but also how to improve the existing ones. How do we deal with unplanned or social change? Um, things that may have caught us off guard, um, such as coronavirus or maybe the um, uh, a natural disaster. And um, how does the stress involved in that where one day or one week we're living life one way and the following day or week we're, we're having to make a bunch of different changes. And um, so how we understand... How people behave and how we can learn from that um, is an aspect of an interest of community psychology as well. Um, sometimes change is planned. Sometimes we have um, we make um, you know large-scale plans to change the way we're going to do things in our city or state or a nation and um, and we usually know more about those. We you know, we have people who are assisting to have changes involved, but it doesn't have to be necessarily on a big level. It can be when uh, someone in your, you have a new child in your family, or we've lost someone uh, in a um, family. And um, and so these, think back on these different systems that on Bronfenbrenners and looking at sometimes Uh, How do we deal with changes within those big community or even small systems? Um, But anytime you do make a change, you have to ask, well, who's making this decision to have a change? Why do they have that authority or power to make the change? Did they collaborate with those who are going to be affected by the change? Um, Was this a top-down or was this worked out through the community? And so when plan changes occur that don't involve the community, that affect the community. That's where conflict often occurs. Um, the um, so when we do have a change in our society, um, you have to prepare people there. You know whether it's is a natural disaster and letting them aware, or it's going to be a new policy change. Uh, anytime you have a change, even a good change, it's going to be stressful. Um, because things are going to be done differently? Do you have the adequate resources you need to get through that type of change? Do you have the funding available to help you get through um, those periods where maybe the, the income isn't coming in as much? So, uh, community psychologists look at when a change occurs, how does it affect the community? How are they prepared? How are they going to be able to come through this change? um so the changes are going to be difficult if the social climate is not supportive if um you know if the government for example says whether it's state or local or national says we're going to do something um um, and make a different change and but the people don't want it and so those uh, are questions that have to be asked and why you know why do you think that may have occurred? Um, and if you're going to do change, it needs to be innovative enough to bring real change. Not just we've put somebody new in leadership, but we're going to do things the same way. We're going to try to see if we really want to make a change in this area. We have to understand that that's a uh, important uh, thing to do it well. And Sometimes you have a great plan, but it doesn't really work out very well. And uh, so that's where we go back and assessing how things um, are going once we put a change in plan. So um, community psychologists is interested in looking at all these different stages and seeing how this works well, seeing what's worked well, what's not worked well, and learning from that. So, I'll see you in the next video. You got two more slots. Okay, can we yeah, just, just pick up. Okay. Once you pick up with this one? Okay, can finish it out. You got you got this one and then two more. Okay, do this I get Well, I tell you what. Just pick up with this one. Okay. Sorry. sorry. All right. Anytime you do have a change there's going to be some resistance. And you see the, uh, the illustration there of the who wants change? And lots of people will raise their hand. Who wants to change? And people bring their hand down because we want to see change. We want things to be better, but we kind of don't want to change ourselves because we, we get used to doing things a certain way. And so... Um, we, anytime that you are having a change in a um, community of any sort, it's going to, someone has, is going to have an advantage but Someone is also going, to, who's had some power or uh, some uh, advantages themselves are going to maybe lose those and they don't want to do that. So uh, the understanding of change within a community is, um, is pretty complex and you have to understand who's going to benefit, uh, who's going to lose from the change. Um, So, and if people feel like they're not really a part of the change, they won't participate as well. Anytime there is a a change, there is um, uh, a threat to continuity. We like doing things the same each day. We like You know, getting up and knowing that we're going to do this, then we're going to do that. And when that continuity has been changed, then we feel uh, some stress that we mentioned at the early part of the video. Um, And anytime there is a change, one group is going to be affected by that and another group is not. The in-group will be affected, the out-group will not. Um, People need to be aware that change is happening and... Um, not just be surprised by it later and understand that anytime there is going to be a change in a co- uh, community, whether it's a, just a family or a large culture, people are going to struggle with that and we have to work together to get through those times. So I um, hope this will ex- help you uh, prepare as you read these chapters and I'll see you in Unit 3.